It's not getting in, getting in. Real's a new Dr. Phil. And we are back. And this is a real podcast. You know why? Because it's the Lock Party Podcast. I'm just saying. And opinions expressed with the Love Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Potential Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. Welcome, everybody, out there in podcast land. The Good Times with Good People Company proudly presents the Love Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. All right, hey out there, Podcast Land. I'm your host, Rio, and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 101, (laughs) Facing Adulthood, The Simba Theory. So, first and foremost, uh, I want to welcome our listeners in the Netherlands and Saudi Arabia. Uh, thank you all for telling a friend and joining the party. Now, uh, there's a time in everyone's life uh, when they face adulthood in a real way. Um, they make a turn from a boy or a girl that they were to the man or woman they will be. Um, So when was that moment for you, or (laughs) has it happened? (laughs) But before we uh, get started, let me introduce today's panel. And today we have got our bartender extraordinaire, uh, Ben Roberts, and we have got uh, Jordan Bradbury, the creator of the Genuine Alchemist brand. Uh, so, small group tonight, but I think for, uh, for the topic with the uh, two gentlemen that we've got joining us, actually, I think it's kind of apropos. So, before we get into important things, let's get into important things. So, what are we drinking? Today, we are drinking a super classic Negroni. So... Um, that's going to be an ounce of, uh, in this case, Rieger gin, uh, ounce of Campari, ounce of uh, sweet vermouth. Uh, you're going to get uh, an orange slice, and you're going to uh, put that together in some rocks with a, in some rocks glasses, and you're going to make a glass of deliciousness. Uh, normally, we don't do a lot of gin drinks on this show, mm-hmm. although I think we're actually all gin fans. I love gin. Uh, and the Negroni is my Desert Island cocktail. Yes. If I could drink that for the rest of my life, I would be yeah. perfectly yeah. happy. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be too mad at it, yeah. to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, now that we know what we're drinking, the question is, what are we smoking? And today we're at number 20 on uh, Cigar Aficionado's Top uh, 25 of uh, 2017. And this is the uh, Macanudo Inspirado Orange. So... Um, of course, Macanudo's got a ton of uh, brand history. 
and what they've been doing uh, with the orange and black lines that they put out recently is they've been trying to reach uh, audience that um, and reach markets that they don't normally get to reach with cigars. And um, this wound up in the top 25 for a reason. Um, it's rich uh, and it's rich and it's buttery. It's got some some leather and some mesquite qualities, also a little almond, even a little touch of black pepper in, in the finish when you smoke. It's, it's uh, very complex and very good. You've got a Honduran wrapper and binder. And uh, the filler is a combination of uh, Dominican, Honduran, and Nicaraguan. Um, which uh, is kind of unique from some of the other cigars that we've been uh, featuring. And actually, uh, at uh, just under seven bucks, one of the uh, lesser expensive uh, cigars that we featured. And uh, for $6.99-ish, not bad at all. You should give it a try if you are a cigar fan out there in podcast land. And you probably are because... You're listening to us. So, uh, now that you know what we're drinking and what we're, what we're smoking, that takes us to the RIP section. Um, um, I actually did not find a lot of um, celebrities that, you know, passed away this past week. Um, but one did stand out, um, and that is uh, John Jabbo Starks. Uh, he was one of the original drummers uh, for James Brown's band. Uh, he passed away at 79. And uh, so, you know, just all those great records. Um, there was only a handful of drummers that played with James Brown's bands. And Jabbo is definitely one of the most iconic uh, in that lineup. So uh, recipes to him, condolences to his family. And that, of course, brings us to happy birthdays. Uh, I thought it was... Um, uh, interesting with everything going on in the world right now and all of the uh, things going on uh, with with Facebook that today uh, is Mark Zuckerberg's birthday uh, who turns 34 today uh, which is ridiculous he's a billionaire a couple times over at this point at 34 and he's a robot yeah uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> then of course uh, we've also got uh, uh, one of the people who created uh, probably my favorite um movie series of all time. Uh, the creator of Star Wars, George Lucas, uh, is 74 today. And, um, and uh, some of you may know the actress uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, she is 49 today. So um, now that you know what we're drinking, what we're smoking, we've given respect with our IIP section. We've said some happy birthdays. We'll be right back. Hey, you can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon. 
www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. And we are back. And before we get too deep, let's play a quick party game. So, I'll actually even accept your best, Mm -hmm. but I actually worded the question in this way. Uh, What's your worst best concert experience uh, or worst best bar story? Okay. Uh, Either will do. Um, And uh, so when I say worst best, um, uh, it was just so epically bad that that, it was amazing nonetheless. And I will start with Mr. Roberts. I don't think I've ever been to a show that was inherently bad in any way. Now, well, that's good. Yeah. But, also, but I, I haven't gone to a ton of shows in my day either. Okay. Like, I, I mean, it's, concerts don't really, really appeal to me that much because I, I, I'm more of a, like, really good, like, you know, small venue kind of. You know, guy. Got, gotcha. Like big concerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't speak to me. They seem, you know, I don't know. It's just not really for me. But um, best worst bar story. There you go. I mean, I'd say, I, I mean, I'd say my my classic is just Fred Piotz on the plaza. <laughs> uh, you know, on a on a Sunday karaoke night. Ooh. I mean. It, yeah, any, any, any story throwing karaoke in is probably going to be where you're, one of your... Is that spot still on the plaza, or is that old yeah. school? Yeah, it's been there for years and years. Where's it at? Uh, like, in between... It's on the other side of Forever 21 and the Cheesecake Factory, you know, but it's facing the tennis courts. Gotcha, so it's like that little... used to be a nightclub called Blonde or something, right? Uh, that... It's it's next, it's on that next, side. Yeah, it's yeah. next to where Blonde was. Okay. Yeah. Um, I always get mixed up in that little area because it's like a couple of restaurants and then that entrance. So. Well, this is just a, a it's a Plaza Industry Bar. Mm-hmm. So, almost everybody who's in there works on the Plaza. Really? Okay. And they just you know because if you if you're a service industry employee at the Plaza, you're you're not having fun at your job. Really? No. With the exception of maybe capital, where they actually make money. Yeah, you're constantly slammed, and you're not making that much money. And yeah. Why don't they make that much money? They do okay. It's just, um, you know, they don't do as high in percentages. Um, you know, get screwed a lot by the the amateur clientele from out there, um, and uh, their, you know, their management isn't that great, and. You know, I mean, they're, they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. They're making enough money to not uh, want to quit their job and go somewhere that's, you know, but they're, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, but they all go to, they all, they all go to Piaz after work and blow off some steam. All right, so, so what happened? <laughs> I mean, it's just almost every time I go to <laughs> Sunday. Like, you know, they're, they're getting railed, so it's going to take you a long time to even get a drink mm-hmm. and... You know, but like it's a bunch of service industry people getting getting slammed and doing karaoke. Like that's yeah. that's kind of fun, but it's yeah. also it's also a shit show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I was there for a couple hours this last Sunday because that's you know used to be my spot. Right. I don't know. I just after after my second round, I was like, I don't want to be here. I left. Right. Right. Yeah. What do you think, Mr. Bradbury? Uh, worst, best worst concert or bar story? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with concert. All right. This it was recent. Um, I'm at what's the spot called? It's out near Leavenworth. Um, amphitheater. It's like it, well. Leavenworth exit. It's past Legends. It's past like the the Speedway. Oh, Bonner Springs. I think. I can't think of the name. Oh, of it. you're by Bonner Springs. What used to be Sandstone. Yeah, yeah, Sand, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep on wanting to say Sandstone, but it's not it's, Sandstone. It's something else now. Gotcha. Yeah. It used to be Sandstone. Now it's it got. I forget sponsored, the I forget the yeah by some company. yeah I forget the name of it now. But so but it's said company amphitheater. Yeah. Gotcha. But okay. Sandstone. Sandstone. Yeah. So I went to. Um, What the tour was called. Anyways, it was it's Wiz Khalifa, it's Snoop Dogg, it's Tech, um, uh, Janae Aiko, Janae Aiko, whatever however you said, I'm oh, slaughtering is that it. The, uh, is that the Smokers tour? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and so and that's my thing. That's what makes this concert bad mm-hmm. because it, the headliners make you want to. Or the impressionable want to bring their weed to the concert. Yeah. So it's it's a bunch of dirt weed, man, just being smoked. And it's like, God, man, like, you know, just because it's Snoop, don't bring your dirt weed. The worst hub. Yeah, yeah, just just right. <laughs> you know, just to just to be smoking it. Um, and it was like a a a, a haze, man, um, across the like. Top, it, it, it almost like you were flying in LA and you kind of see that little small glare. Yeah, it was like that, man. And um, I just remember I just had a headache and I'm like, geez, man, like just I mean, you, you know, these guys could have got a pen or something because it was just a bunch of bad weed being smoked, it just stunk, right? It right. stunk bad, man. Right. And um, so that kind of you know messed my uh, my experience up, man. We were real close, and uh, you know, Snoop was classic. I wanted to kind of you know enjoy. Enjoy the show, mm-hmm. and I couldn't, right, um, right? Because it's like people felt the need to, and it wasn't like they were, um, they, they weren't hiding it, they weren't inconspicuous. It's just there's security on the end of the, and everybody's just. I'm like, dude, do they know you're smoking? Right, they know you're smoking. Yeah, right. they know you're smoking. Just relax, man. It, but it was it was a terrible smell the whole time. So that that was probably it's probably my worst show. Mm. Um, yeah, not so much because of who, you know, the artists were, but just because, you know, the, the situation, man, and my atmosphere. So that's what I got. Bad headache. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think concert-wise. <laughs> um, I mean, I've been to a fair amount of shows, but I actually don't think I've been to a bad show. Um. I do remember when I first moved to Kansas City, you know, I had my day job, but I didn't know any people yet. So I took a, a second job uh, bouncing at 
the velvet dog. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you already know it is going to be real bouncing. So, so yeah, it's 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 uh it's every weekend is 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 amateur night every weekend. And uh, at the time, the guys who owned the velvet dog also owned the Empire Room. And uh, I keep wanting to, the drop. Uh, yeah. And uh, so they would move move bouncers around from one you know to one of those places, but I seem to always be uh, at the Empire Room or at the Dog. And uh, so. The dog was just a shit show because everybody was drunk as fuck. Yeah, people went there to rage. Yeah, yeah. Jay was just blasted. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, but the Empire Room, you can guarantee every Saturday there was going to be a mini riot <laughs> in the Empire Room. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so I remember this one Saturday. There was a mini riot. It was like a little, little, uh, little Hispanic gang and a little Asian gang got into it. Bunch of it, it, like a bunch of little very short, very dangerous motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> fighting. Mm-hmm. And we had to literally like full Nelson, half Nelson people up and carry them out to the club. It was just ridiculous. And, and you guys know me. I'm really even tempered. I'm really trying to roadhouse it. Yeah. And. Uh, they were not allowing me to roadhouse it, yeah. nor any of us to roadhouse it, for that matter. And then a couple, at least two of the other bouncers, uh, they, they they got they wanted to fight. They got paid because they wanted a fight. Yeah. And uh, so a fight broke out. You know, they were they just started meleeing with everybody else. It was ridiculous. It was one dude who. Uh, who was missing uh he was missing a hand, but he was a bouncer. Oh yeah. This guy. Oh, you remember this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dude, he did, literally he had like a nub, you mm-hmm. know, and uh but the freaking nub hurt. It hurt. Yeah. If he if he hit you with it, <laughs> tweety tweet, yeah. nighty night, you were going out. <laughs> I would have thought it would hurt him. Yeah. Right. But nah. Nah, like I watched him on multiple occasions. Bink, just lay people out with the nub. Damn. Uh, so that night, it was so that that happened. We get all these people out. We get all the people back in who were actually there to dance. And then at the end of the night, there's a which there was every single night a bachelorette party, and. Uh, the bride <clears throat> was uh, falling down, falling down drunk. Mm. I mean, just I, mean, I, I actually had never seen nobody drunk on that level ever <laughs> at that time. Yeah. So we get out there, and <laughs> girls are asking if you know we can you know help help her out of and so help her out kind of half, you know, walking her on, you know, kind of holding her up, walking her out. Got her, leaned her up against the side of the building. 
right, y'all, y'all, y'all got her? Yeah, yeah, we got her. So soon as I said, y'all got her, she slumped, boom, face planted oh, on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then you couldn't move her. Yeah. Because uh, she, she was completely dead weight. So all we could really do was roll her over and face her back the correct way and lean her up against the belt. She was just on the ground, not even sitting up, just just enough where her back and shoulders was was up off the ground. And they couldn't get her up, couldn't get her to move. We couldn't get her up, couldn't get her to move. Me personally, I was going to call an ambulance because I'm like, this chick is bad off. And they're like, no, 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 don't do that. And then one of the girls was like, we going to have to call her fiance <laughs> to uh. come and get her. And I was like, God damn, this wedding is off. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if I was a fiance, I would have been hot. I'd have been so hot. Yeah. But yeah, and yeah, and then as she's sitting there, she throws up all over herself. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was horrible. It was just oh, horrible. Then he pulls up. I'm like, Playboy, uh, she's over here, man. Because <laughs> he's like frantic. Because I, I guess they're drunk and they're not explaining well what's going on. Yeah. So he screeches up. He's like, you know, my fiance, my fiance. I, I know it. Playboy, come with me. I know. Mm-hmm. Come on. And then I take her over to the side of the club. And she's there. Still slumped in the same position, just yeah, down her yeah. front, and he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I was actually gonna call an ambulance, and he said, "No, nah, I'm glad <clears throat> you didn't." <sighs> so between the two of us, we got her into his car, and he took her home, and yeah, yeah, that was that was my best worst bar story yeah like i said i, I definitely haven't had, i definitely haven't had a bad concert experience but oh. i've had some concerts that i went to for free mm-hmm. that uh <clears throat> i probably would never bought those tickets yeah like i remember i had a one of my supervisors for whatever reason or another <clears throat> he had um he had tickets to uh in fact, he had tickets in a suite on top of that at uh, Sprint Center uh, for Josh Groban. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, like one of them like super crooners. Uh, uh, and uh, so we, so you, you, me and Jackie, we wound up going to see Josh Groban. <laughs> and, and it wasn't a bad show. It just was nothing that we would have ever yeah. paid money to go and see. So yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, but that's that. That's I guess about as bad as the concerts get. I guess. I mean, I, I've definitely gone to shows that I was not like overwhelmed by. Yeah. But nothing just like. Yeah, know, nothing where the show yeah, was bad. Like, like really bad sound or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you? Um, probably my favorite show I went to was actually a band that I don't really listen to very often, but I just I mean I like them, but of <coughs> Montreal. Up Montreal, uh, Janelle Monet opened up for Up Montreal. Really? 
Um, so I would never heard her work, mm. you know, before you got, I didn't know who she was. Right, right. So you can imagine my delight watching her because oh, yeah. she's an incredible she, performer. Yeah, she's this off, before, off this the before chart. she like blew up. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's mm. all, oh yeah, that was back in the tightrope days. Yeah. yeah. And then up Montreal, I don't know if you all know who that is. Mm -hmm. It's a, um, I don't really know even how to explain their music. It's like sort of <clears throat> out there actually, but really good. Um, but their 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 show is very theatrical. They have all kinds of props. They change they change costumes. Oh yeah, well, well like yeah, that. I can I can definitely see why. Uh, so Janelle would have been an opener for that. Yeah. Um, just sort of over the top, uh, but the, the music's really good too. Um, so on top of that, so yeah, watching those two, and especially since they're two different styles, right, right, was, was really interesting. Uh, but then they closed by uh, doing a rendition of Thriller <laughs> together. Oh wow! So both their acts with both their two different styles. Because uh, Janelle had a lot of people with her too mm. during, during her performance. Yeah, she has a pretty big band, and yeah, yeah. and so they just all got in on it together and right. played an awesome thriller. That's crazy to kill the show. Wow. That's crazy, and it was awesome. That's yeah. crazy. I tell you, one of my best, I guess, if there is such thing as best worst uh, as far as shows. Uh, uh, in Seattle, I saw um, saw uh, Jamiroquai. Oh, dude, really? Jesus, that show was a off the charts. No, yeah, absolutely. Jamiroquai is one of my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah just music, just ever. incredible. Now, here's the problem: it's a standing room only venue. Okay. Which actually probably stands a thousand people. Wow. But. Jamiroquai is such a big band yeah. that they had to uh, build the stage out yeah. probably five or six more feet. Oh, so it jammed people so in there. So just jammed people in there. and uh, But it was... And it, that's, a, that's a, an oh, act that you want oh, to move to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they're funky. Oh, man. It was a great... Yeah, which is why a standing room only uh, venue made sense. Until I realized that uh, you uh, you effectively cut off, you know, eighteen feet of floor space because yeah. you know it's six feet all the way around. Yeah, and uh, and you're still trying to jam a thousand people in there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was yeah it was a great show, but man, it was tight up in there. And it was another one, although they were smoking really good weed up in there because <laughs> the weed in Seattle is. Tremendous. Yes. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah. Uh, which is why it's legal up there now. Because <laughs> the, the we and that was uh, it, that was in the nineties. So like yeah. the we didn't see that was tremendous. It was Humboldt County out there. Well, never mind. I'm thinking of, that's in California. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, so that was a good show. That yeah. Was a good show. Uh, Joe Spoon downstairs who. Uh, mm. Whatever he used to bartend, mm -hmm. he used to name all his drinks after Jamiroquai songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I would. Ooh, I would like to taste what a traveling without moving. Yeah. Uh, would taste like. Yeah. yeah. A lot of great oh, albums. A space cowboy would taste like. Yeah. Jamiroquai. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, you had a good show. I hate to say I do not know who this band is. I'm gonna take some. So notes. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You would love Jamiroquai. Really? Oh, yeah. you, you've never heard Jamiroquai. Oh, yeah, you would love Jamiroquai. So please, 
Um, you know, uh, so so right now so I won't uh, the spelling. I won't put any clowning on uh, Miss Bradbury because he hasn't. But what I will say is to anybody out there in podcast land who has not heard <clears throat> any Jamiroquai, uh do yourself a favor and uh, just just add them to your playlists. Just go ahead and purchase. Uh, you're gonna be happy you did because yeah. Jamiroquai is uh, damn good. Um, that is Jamiroquai, yes. Um, so was there a good show that you just like, man, this was incredible? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Watch the Throne Tour, um, Jay-Z, Kanye at Sprint. Oh, I hate, I, now I hate it, I missed that show. Yeah, I um, never before I've seen Kanye or Jay-Z and it was an awesome show, man. Yeah, just the whole, man, the setup, the aesthetics, it was just like. Yeah, yeah, it was, Kanye, yeah, it was definitely yeah. Kanye at his at his best. Oh, because, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, he he was really instrumental in the set design and yeah. you know, all of that for that show. Yeah. Man, they had like, a, like pyramids and smoke and the lighting was, so to, to see, uh, you know, Jay-Z kind of play off of, Kanye's vibe and vice versa, like they really gelled, they really yeah. worked. You know, Kanye was more uh, um, hands-on. He was like, you know, he was in your face. Jay Z was, you know, laid back, rode the beat real well, but engaged with the audience still. Um, he, he he didn't break a sweat, but you knew like he was Jay Z. He, he was, was there. It was he, yeah. It was it was his room. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he still was able to command the room without, you know, grabbing his crotch and. But he did his thing, uh, so that yeah. Watch the Throne tour with uh, Kanye and Jay Z. I think it was um, it was just at the height of, uh, it, man. It was it was yeah, that was a good show, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think with that, <clears throat> we'll be right back. Hey, out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Love Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers, 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do 